Rob, what'd you have for breakfast? Soylent. It's delicious. <laughs> Did you flavor your Soylent? I didn't know. I, I sometimes put maple syrup in it, but it's too fancy for me this morning. Miles, what did you have for breakfast? <laughs> maple syrup flavored Soylent. Really? Mm, Which brand yes. of maple? What? There are brands? <laughs> There's more than one kind of maple syrup, man. Oh, no, uh, King Canada. King Canada? Yeah. That's pretty exotic, dude. It's a real brand. Canada is exotic? Uh, King Canada is a maple syrup <laughs> brand is quite exotic. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. you got to get it direct from the importer. Yeah, I take my maple soil very seriously. Right? Man, there's a lot of things you take seriously. <laughs> yeah, maple syrup is one of them. <laughs> Welcome back to Radio Sneak Door. I'm your host, Eric Ditloff, and with me today are our other hosts, Robert Curry and Miles O'Connell. Welcome back, guys. What are we here to talk about today? We're going to talk about tech cards. Oh, goddamn. What is a tech card? <laughs> uh, well, we didn't really come up with a well encompassing definition, but it's basically a card that you put in your deck if you know you're bad against one thing in particular, just to boost that match up a little bit. Or if you know something's just going to come and smash you and it's going to be everywhere. So, yeah. yeah, that makes sense to me. Like if you know that your deck's weak to damage or getting scored out on really fast, you put in some stuff to mitigate. That makes a lot of sense. So what are some, just to clarify and cement that example, um, what are some good examples of tech cards? Um, Plaskrit is probably the OG tech card, right? <laughs> like that's the one in the... Oh, or even Netshield. Netshield <laughs> is the oldest tech card in existence because it's in the core set and it says prevent net damage on it. Not Murash bodysuit? That's not in the core set, Eric. Get your old school <laughs> Netrunner together. God damn it. You know I started late. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, take that. Okay, so let's take net damage as an example and run with it, I guess. I mean, I don't want to get too bogged down in details of uh, or examples for the purpose of this discussion, but I think for something like net damage, we can relatively easily sort of feel the whole bunch of examples. And then what I want to do is I want to look at which ones are good and which ones are bad. So off the top of our heads, we've got Net Shield. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, feedback it. filter. Feedback filter. <laughs> Recon drone. Oh, man, he stole mine. All right. That's <laughs> like my favorite. Sports hopper. Uh, that's just damage, though. Yeah, well, that's just a subset of damage. <laughs> True. That's an interesting thing I think we should get into after this is when is draw tech? Or can just a draw card be tech? Oh, I've had that, worse. Yeah, I've yeah. had worse. I've had versus another one. I am out of ideas. Oh, monolith. That's <laughs> net damage, doesn't it? That is technically prevent net damage. <laughs> wow. Uh, on top of that, we've got on the lamb. Yeah. Will prevent damage, and so will. Oh, what was that other one? Synthetic blood synthetic lets blood. you draw up biomodeled network. Just came out. Prevents all but one. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, that's uh, right. Deus Ex as well. Oh, Deus Ex, what a card. <laughs> yeah, Deus Ex used to be the bane of my PE deck's existence. You know what's great? When you get through a... In the old days, when you get through a double Heimdall server by just clone chipping Deus Exes, that was, that was a good time. <laughs> no net damage there, but still a fun story. <laughs> Ridiculous. <laughs> so uh, that's, that's a whole bunch of tech cards for net damage. Okay. Um, which ones of those would you call good and which ones would you call bad and for which reason? Starting with you, Miles, because you look ready to go, man. <laughs> All right, feedback filter is probably the best one, but also maybe the worst design one because it's so all-encompassing for that strategy and it shuts it off so hard, right? 
Because <laughs> feedback filter is three credits prevent net damage. Prevent net damage. One, it's only one and it's three credits. It's so expensive. I don't, I don't get why everybody thinks this is like the best net damage defense. Well, Isn't net, like net shield just as good? Because most of the time you're only taking one or so off like, um, what is it? The asset that does the net damage? Bioethics. Bioethics, yeah. yeah. And then you just go and trash them. You don't really have to worry about too much more than one a turn. Yeah, but net shield is only one a turn, isn't it? And yeah, feedback it's is only just, the first. Yeah, so it's like in the old days of PE when PE was good, you just like have security testing and Desperado on feedback filter and you just do whatever you want. You just have okay. a million credits <laughs> and just win. This was the old days though when like you're just taking net damage off PE. And yeah. it's just like when you steal on a snare every now and then. Yeah, yeah, totally. This is 2014. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like nowadays, I don't think that's as good. Yeah, fair enough. All right. I think net shield's just as good, but I don't run either. Yeah, I don't run either of those. Either. <laughs> and we can get into why later. <laughs> I'm very excited to get to that point. But say, why would you be more inclined to run feedback filter or net shield over, say, synthetic blood or another more generic draw card like first responders? All right. First of all, I don't remember what synthetic blood does. Uh, First time or just whenever you, uh, first time you take a net damage, draw a card. Oh, yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, well, I guess I would rather it hose it harder. I'd rather just prevent <laughs> the damage than have to take it and draw. Yeah, that's just kind of like draw a worse net shield. One. It's just a worse net shield, right? Yeah. Yeah. Worse <laughs> net shield. The exception being I've had worse, which is better because you get three cards. Yes. Instead of one card. Yes, yes, yes. Well, that seems pretty good to me too. So it sounds like the golden rule is if it's it's a good tech card if it's complete, and it's it sounds like with the example of feedback filter it synergized really well with the money making strategy of the criminal decks it was in. If I remember correctly, it was mostly just in uh, Andy Sucker that yeah. we saw this a lot, and maybe like you see it in like a Mopus Shaper deck every now and again. Although those decks were way better with Deus Ex. So good versus bad. Um, I, I want to do another example. Let's say, uh, let's go with meat damage. Right. Yeah. Meat damage. Um, we've got a whole bunch of cards there. We've got Plazcrete. We've got Murash Bodysuit. Amazing card. Guru sure. Devinda can prevent some meat damage. Sure Citadel Sanctuary. Uh, Recon Drone if you're accessing meat damage. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's going to happen eventually. It, it prevents the meat damage off, um, what is it? Dome Breach? Breach yeah, Dome? Breach Dome. No, yeah. no, no, no. Uh, Prysec. Prysec. Hey. <laughs> hey, like. That's how you access meat damage. OP, man. Um, Phil, side note, I kind of wish we saw more Prysec out of Flashpoint because I was fucking so, so excited about that card. <laughs> it shows up. Yeah, it works. Sitting around in like Bush Shop CTM. Ah, <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah, yeah that makes sense. Man, yeah. I should play some more of that. Mm. Um, okay, so good versus bad. Um, good meat damage tech versus bad meat damage tech, and why, guys? I want to start with you, Rob. Good meat damage tech. Uh, well, if you're teching against meat damage, you're really just trying to prevent boom, right? So in that case, it needs to be able to prevent a lot of meat damage all at once, so Guru Devinder is pretty good, but he's got downside in which that you can't choose when to use him, so that kind of sucks. Uh, my favorite is Citadel Sanctuary. It's just simple. Prevent all meat damage. I think it's just the best. <laughs> so yeah, um, I think Plaskrate is probably the one that, you know, you still sort of put one Plaskrate in every deck, right? No. Well, uh, well, okay, if you're criminal, you don't. If you're like other factions, you probably still put a Plaskrate in your deck because it's still pretty good. You can prevent two booms as long as they're not in the same time, <laughs> like with shutdown stuff. That's pretty yeah. good. Um, Sanctuary is like really good too. I just haven't really played with it that much. 
to um, Is there anything only reason you think boom is better is because of I mean sorry. The only thing reason you think plastic is better is because of the double boom? Because you can take it out to prevent two booms over time? Um, no, it's because I don't usually want to... Uh, you know what? I don't know. I haven't got a reason for it. <laughs> Just you know, I haven't actually thought about this. <laughs> I suppose it is. I suppose it is because you can prevent two because I'm never putting more than one Plascrete in sure. my deck. And one Plascrete can stop two booms. One Citadel can't. Yes, but Citadel also helps you remove tags faster. That's... Totally Unless they're true. doing like yeah. 24-7 or something like that, but if they do that, then you can just spend the next time removing tags. I still feel like, yeah, yeah. Citadel's probably better here. It's just, it's also got more general use with its extra ability where Plascrete is always just dead if you're not facing Boom. Yeah, where, which is why Citadel and also Sports Upper, which we sort of touched yeah, on, is like better design than Plascrete in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It does more, it's sort of a bit more uh, broadly applicable. Yeah, 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 definitely true. So I don't know, I feel like... I feel like, yeah, Citadel might edge out Plascrete in this case. Okay, fair enough. Of time, um, tech card. Yep, fair enough. Yeah. That's interesting, because you said it was a better designed tech card. I would put a disclaimer on that and say like a better competitively designed tech card, where you want consistency in your deck across a lot of strategies, and you don't want a lot of variance. Like Sports Hopper, worst case scenario, uh, especially if you guys still Kate, who are the two IDs who most want this in their deck, you're going to get like some solid economy of draw out of that card. Yeah. And if you've got other link, I mean, if maybe you're like firing traces in your deck, sort of power tap Andy style. Maybe on the flip side, you expect that you're going to shop against a fair number of trace heavy decks. Like that's that's consistency right there. Because on the flip side, I'm sure there's indulge me here, I'm sure there's a deck that wants synthetic blood against net damage <laughs> for some reason, maybe because they want to maintain a large hand size, like a, a Haley deck or something. God, I, I don't know here. But right. the mind reels. Boggles even. Bog yeah, you know. <laughs> My mind is boggling trying to think of a deck that wants to run synthetic blood. Yeah, you genetic theme deck. <laughs> yeah, get those chrome piles the, in there. the XCOM theme deck. <laughs> <laughs> I... I I know. <laughs> I made an XCOM theme deck. <laughs> I thought it was the Bioshock theme deck because they're all like retro plasma oh, style yeah. advertisements. Tight. Yeah, I'm on board with this. <laughs> yeah, me too. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so those are those are some really. I mean, we've looked at um, good tech cards for those strategies, um, and we looked we looked at a bad one for net damage. What's a bad meat damage tech card? And just to really drive this home, why is say Mirage Bodysuit worse than these <laughs> other cards? I know it seems really. <laughs> obvious <laughs> doesn't do anything well, come on man builder of nations one. it prevents yeah. builder of nations which is fantastic in, <laughs> strong prevalent strategy um, but like the, the things that are going to kill you are scorched earth in mm. up until you know recently and boom now and mirror just doesn't do anything against those yeah I, I don't know what else to add to that mirror is just, just there's not enough cases where that's actually useful I yeah. think is the easiest way to put it yeah, and if we like generalize from there, we go, okay, so it's a bad tech card because it's only useful in one very, very specific scenario. Yeah. That doesn't come off come <laughs> that often. Like, what deck actually would this tech against? Builder of Nations. Wow. So wait, they designed this card like three years before that card? Yes. <laughs> wow, they really planted <laughs> that seed. <laughs> I'm more like Damon was like, Mirash bodysuit is a cool card that will have its time. Let me make this strategy <laughs> that it hoses. Yeah. He said, Plaz Crate is a crutch. <laughs> That's what he said. 
Okay, fantastic. So the, the rules here are it needs to be generally broadly applicable, um, ideally have some kind of uh, extra synergy with your deck or extra usage, even in matchups where it isn't as relevant. Um, scenario Citadel over uh, over Plascrete um, and Sports Hopper over Plascrete potentially. Mm. Um, so Miles, you said just before that you typically don't run more than one Plascrete yeah. in a deck. Why only one? Because it's often a dead card, but it sort of saves you in that one matchup that you don't want to lose. And even that Plascrete, I'm also I'm going to cut a lot of the time. It's usually my first cut. Yeah. Why is it usually your first cut? Because the meat damage strategy as the shutdown. Okay, so the meat damage strategies, right? There's the shutdown one, the shutdown combo, which kills you three plus grid anyway. And there's the money up mid-seasons combo, which you can often beat by just moneying up. And a lot of the time I'll just go, oh, does money up and maybe I'll lose that matchup, but like probably not. So it's fine. Yeah, so I'll cut it and put in like archives interface to beat the shutdown decks. <laughs> Amazing. Or Hades shot or something yeah, else. Something Ridiculous. Like that, yeah. Yeah, sweet. Okay, Rob, do you have anything else to add to that idea? Yeah, it's just... It kind of seems like adding tech cards just makes... It's like, it really helps you out in the, like, one in five games. You draw it against this particular matchup, and that's enough to warrant a spot, I guess. Mm. Which is kind of weird. And it just kind of increases the variances of those games, which are already probably high variance. Especially, like, the shutdown boom ones are kind of high variance, so I don't know if I love that. <laughs> Yeah, as a concept I guess but mm. so that's why you're putting a low number of slots in for tech cards yeah. um, are there some strategies out there which have more room for tech cards what kind of deck is that oh well it's those power tap DLR Andy decks or the, the what's it called the Kate decks that are like through rabbit hole and they have all the stuff <laughs> I can't remember what those are called now these are these are just hardcore medical decks. Yeah, they're hardcore medical decks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like that Power Tap Andy DLR deck that got a bit popular is just like the most anti-CTM deck. <laughs> you know, it's like Power Taps and Aaron Marin yeah. and like everything. It's disgusting. Um, but it works in that situation. And I personally like hate that deck. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly why I love it because CTM was so rampant. And as soon as that strategy took off, suddenly CTM got pushed out of the, mm. the meta a bit. Yeah. And then we started seeing more diversity again, and that is a thing that I love more than anything. That's totally fair. I still just have like this weird <laughs> fundamental dislike of a deck that's just 20 silver bullets <laughs> and that, and it works. It's and it can work because it's got three Desperado, three Temujin, three account siphon, and therefore it works. <laughs> therefore it's going to have a good time. And that bums me out. <laughs> No doubt. I, actually, on that note, those Kate decks that had one of everything were called Silver Bullet Kate, just yeah. because they were packed full of silver bullets. <laughs> yeah, bums me out. <laughs> so, I mean, that's that's a deck that goes out of its way. I, 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 there's an interesting thing there in that that deck can pack extra tech cards in it because it's expecting to have a certain percentage of matches against the strategy it's teched against, and therefore having like broad consistency isn't as relevant. On the flip side, are there any kind of like equality decks? Like I would like to call them like to use a fighting term. Decks that are generally balanced against every strategy have like a uh, like at least 50% uh, win rate or close to 50% win rate against just about everything in the field, right? Mm. Fast advance, glacier, uh, net damage, meat damage kill decks. Are there decks out there that can those decks usually find room for like two or three tech cards? 
Yeah, so the most, the strongest runner decks right now uh, Temujin Weirs, Dumblefork, and like Reg Andy, yeah. right? Like some yeah, 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 variation yeah. of Andy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are the strongest runner decks in the meta, and they're just good stuff decks. Like Temujin Weirs and Andy are just a big pile of money and breakers. And they have a few tech cards, and they have what one, the one thing that all these decks share is the single best tech card in the game. It's a card, tech card so good that it just crosses <laughs> over to being a good card. What is it, Rob? It's employee strike. Yeah. <laughs> X against Hall. everything. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so Rob, I gotta ask, because we talked a little bit about this before, is it a tech card at that point or is it just a good card? I actually think it's just crossed the line to being just a good card. It's good against so many different things that it's just always good. So you're not taking it, not putting it in your deck to fight against any one thing, I think. So I don't know if you can really call it a tech card at this point, but yeah. it definitely hoses a lot of corp strategies. <laughs> definitely came into the meta as a counter to CTM, and then it just became, yeah. like every top corp just sort of struggles so hard against it at the yeah, moment. It's, it's so useful. Just gotta run that. Like my Dumble Fork is just like three employees strike. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best. <laughs> Getting back to the question and you asked originally though like when do these um just good stuff decks actually incorporate tech cards and i think at this point you you put in tech cards to fight against you what your own personal weaknesses are if you know you just face plant into traps put some damage protection into it yeah <laughs> if you know you like you don't respect like destroyers or something put a sack on in this is when you have to like recognize what you're bad at personally not what the deck's good at Start taking for that. Is that to say that good play is as good as tech? Yeah, a lot of the time. I don't run many tech cards in my deck at the moment. I don't have my Andy deck. I got one sack on, but that's just for tapeworm. Yeah, right. That's, <laughs> that's internally consistent. Like, if it helps you out against, like, destroyers or some yeah. other nonsense, that's just icing on the cake, right? Yeah, because I just face plant, like, everything. <laughs> yes. So I just know that's mm. a problem. Yeah, so. Cool. <laughs> Yeah, I agree with that. I think good play is the way to go. I think, that I, you know, this is the same thing where I hate the Andy deck because it's just a big pile of silver bullet crap. I would rather just play really strongly with a generally good deck. Like, yeah, my my tech cards are I've got a, I've got a slums because I am scared of CTM because I'm a, you know, I'm a scrub. So I've got a slums. <laughs> slums is a pretty good card. You're not a scrub. You're a sensible man. Yeah. And that's it. And I have a plus creed in case I can't money up hard enough. And mm. that's it. And that's, I, I really think that you should be able to just learn matchups and play matchups well and win or lose off your own skill as much as possible. That's just my philosophy for the Nero. <laughs> Can we talk? I've got a story about this, by the way. Okay, go for a minute. It's a relevant story. It's not the one that I told you before that involves specific people. It was just like, okay, so I was thinking about this before because I think learning matchups is way more important than playing the cards, right? So I was playing against this dude with HB and he put Kronos Project in as like Parasite. Uh, tech because this is right after Cypher came out so he was like wanted to fight Parasite Recursion so he put in Kronos Project which is cool so he scored it early on and wiped out all my Parasites which was awesome but then he still lost because if he'd scored the 3-2 that he had there originally he would have just won the game <laughs> do you know what I mean? I remember you telling me about this and I was scratching my head I was like but I'm so happy for him he scored the <laughs> yeah, Kronos Protocol that's the thing right he did the cool tech card thing but if he just hadn't done that and he scored the 3-2 instead that he took out to put in the Kronos <laughs> project he would have won the game yeah so yeah <laughs> like on points because we ended up in a situation where he had oh, right. like yes. four points and a biotic labor in hand no. so yeah 
It was a weird one. <laughs> but I thought that was an interesting sort of illustration of when deck cards can blow up in your face and you would have it would have been better if you just played the matchup more and tried to have a better strategy. You just got way too excited. He got too excited. That's like that's the story he's gonna tell us like this one time I got rid of all the parasites and it was the best. Yeah. Don't remember what happened after that. <laughs> <laughs> he won his own victory. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Everything went red. I woke up in Vegas. I don't know, man. Amazing. I think this is actually a really good example. One I hadn't thought of before now, but I kind of want to put you guys on the spot with. And that is that Cipher is, uh, for a lot of people, a terrifying and sort of degenerate influence on the meta, at least in their eyes. And I think we're kind of fortunate in Melbourne because it's a meta full of weirdos and we haven't seen too much Cipher. <laughs> On the flip side, as a corp, um, what should you do about Cipher, actually? Is it a thing that you can get good against? Or is there important tech or important things that your deck should be able to do that are generally useful that help out here? Who wants to go first? Uh, I, I, uh, in all my matchups against Cipher, I feel like good play still can beat it. Um, it does increase the variance a bit, whereas like if they just get set up before you do, they could just walk over you. It's kind of a bit more swinging in that way now, but most of the time I feel like just good play still outbeats Cipher. Um, just things like not raising expensive ice once I actually have it on the board. Because most of the time they'll just like leave you mid-range ice and save parasites for the big stuff and other things like that and just rush a bit harder. No, I haven't had too much problems with it, just not taking it against it at all and just playing well. So I think that's generally the way. What about you, Miles? Uh, being on the other side of this. Yeah, being <laughs> the dedicated Cipher scumbag of the group. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I usually play NBN, so a lot of my ice isn't huge. Like, I don't tend to play huge ice anyway, so it hasn't been that much of a problem for me, personally. And it costs five to install, right? Yeah. Like, that's huge. That's a million. Like... <laughs> If I want to pay five to install something, it has to be like actually Cipher levels of broken or Yog, you know what I mean? Like it's got to be really good. But um, it's not useful in every matchup. Like if you're playing an asset matchup, then Cipher doesn't really do anything. If all your ice is like Architect and Magnet and Lotus Field, Cipher doesn't really do anything. Um, if your ice is just, like Rob said, just sort of annoying in the middle ice, like something like Enigma. Yeah or um, IP block or, you know, any number of things really. Yeah, Cipher doesn't become as much of a problem. Yeah. And also just, yeah, like Rob said, you don't res your humongous dudes. You don't res a curtain wall when you got they've got Cipher on the wall because it's going to explode. <laughs> so that's just what it is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, nice. All right, do you mind if I inject a little Eric right here? Inject away. Okay, so it turns out Chief Slee is a, parasi <laughs> a Cipher site tech card. It is, yeah, that's true. Actually, you're right. You're yeah, because right. they don't break the subroutines when they parasite it, then you get sleep um, counters. counters. But how do you protect your sleep? That's a really good question. <laughs> I'm what I've been scratching my little noggin about ever since I heard about this. Yeah, and if you work. could, if you can pile up enough ice and protection to protect a sleep in that situation, I think maybe I'd just rather score points. Yeah, this is the kind of jank that always gets me a little annoyed. Like, if it's jank that, let, jank that lets you score a government takeover, I'm on board with That's fine. That's Bless fine. you, Jamison. Yeah, because then you have six points. But if you're, you have, like, all this stuff and it's just set up this, like, one weird thing that doesn't actually make you win, that was like, oh, get out of here, man. <laughs> if you've got compromised employee and bird breakers and ice analyzer, 
man, just get out of town. Oh. Sorry. We got off topic. <laughs> yeah. I, I, th- I, I warned you guys. I, I warned you. <laughs> it's because Eric started doing a thing. <laughs> Eric's like, this is tech. Chief Lee's tech. <laughs> yeah, 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 it's fine. <laughs> It's it's a weird thing for you at home. Do okay. you put any cor- do we put any tech cards in your corp deck, Eric? Uh, which which corp deck? Any corp deck. I do. If I have something that is I like the most, I usually put in is like one CVS, or I'll try to put in cards that are synergistic or that give me outskin certain strategies. I'm really reluctant to put in tech, even though I tend to steer away from competitive decks most of the time for the sake of deck science. I um I do prefer to like just test the strategy on its own merits because I think an important test of the viability of like an archetype is its ability to persist without tech. Yeah, I like that. That's a good sentence. <laughs> We put that on the website. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Okay. Um, so that's. Do you guys have anything else you want to say about tech at this point? Mm, no, no. Except, what did we decide the broad definition was? It was like something that helps go against the other person's strategy more than yours, right? Like specific strategies. That was yeah. our. That's where we landed, right? Because sure, gamble is tech against having being poor. <laughs> that's not the same thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, and specific strategies. Um, also, somewhat narrow, I think. In general. Yeah. All right. Cool. Yeah. Great. I actually I want to say one last thing. I, I want to do because uh, I think this is a great example. I just want to hear your thoughts on on the lamb as a tech card because I got really excited when I saw that because for me it just seemed like a fairly broad purpose. Chuck some money in and have a better time against most decks. Crim card and those guys haven't seen a lot of great tech for a very long time. What do you guys think of on the lamb? Um, I think it's pretty good. It's more that Aaron Marin came out the pack afterwards, so like that's just better. So yeah, I don't know if that's about it really. I actually thinking about it now. I think I, I might try to find a spot for on the lamb again, even with Aaron Marin, just because it's dual use and it also texts against the shutdown boom combos. It just seems pretty useful now, actually. So yeah, this is just kind of like a side grade from Aaron Marin. A bit less generally useful, I guess. So it is a more narrow tech card, but still. Yeah. It texts against a few things that Marin doesn't, and I think that actually... I might try to find a slot for that again. Yeah, Seems enough. good. Yeah, I did briefly play it um, in that window before Aaron came out with, you know, the power tap bandy thing. Had a couple of on the lambs in there, and you sort of, like, front load against hard-hitting news, which was still a thing before <laughs> CTM got pushed to its current position. And, yeah, I mean, you really only needed two credits on the board usually to survive a yeah. hard-hitting news, which was amazing. Mm, yeah, that's pretty good. No, that's, like, a really good card. That's where it, like, hit its... Because that came out uh, just after Worlds or whatever when CTM was at its most annoying, I guess. And yeah, um, it made a big difference because I was running that as well because I ran the Power Tab Andy deck because, well, of course, I did. And it, it worked amazingly. <laughs> yeah. Um, I haven't played on the lamp, but it seems pretty good. <laughs> it's not Anarch. It's not Anarch. <laughs> I haven't played it. <laughs> Is it yellow or red? Yeah. <laughs> I played HP one time. <laughs> The Miles O'Connell purple phase. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Comes around every so often when I've been listening to a lot of prints. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. So we've got a fun little thing that we're doing for each other, which has had me racking my brain all week because I know you guys are going to give me something competitive and sensible and spiky and my skin's been crawling. <laughs> but we're giving each other challenge decks uh, inspired by the Terminal 7 sort of deck challenge. 
Um, and who wants to learn what their deck is first? Let's do yours first. Yeah. Okay, sweet. That's good. Yes. Guys, what am I playing for the next couple of weeks? Oh, it's... It is very different from what you normally play. You normally play your janky nonsense. We're doing you spike out the ass. Right? Yep. We're doing Railgun for you. Yes. <laughs> Railgun. Here's what you do. And here's what you have to do. This is the rule, okay? <laughs> this, is the, this is the specific rule. You got to take a deck off the internet and not change any cards. That's amazing. I love it. <laughs> this is going to be so fresh. Because one time, because you said the other night, you're like, oh, I brought CTM. And I was like, cool. And then I had like Watchdog in it. And I was like, <laughs> God damn it, Eric. So you're going to play some Railgun and you're not going to change any cards. Okay, nice. Is there, There's a good DN Railgun list, isn't there? Yeah. Um, or Dave Holland's one. Pretty good too. Yeah. Sweet. All right. I'll, I'll probably grab Dave's because he plays blue cards and yeah, I like his, blue cards. His deck's real good. Yeah. Do it. Nice. What are okay. your thoughts on this, Eric? I actually want to I want to get at least 20 games in like I've been finding it a little bit hard to to get uh, JNAC games in and other games in but like this is this is going to be exciting I kind of want to just ram a bunch of games in there and I don't know report back Chase a perfect deck games only take two minutes yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> will I get fast at Netrunner by playing Railgun <laughs> yeah it's really fun it's a fun deck yeah dude it's it's gorgeous it's, it's a gorgeous thing it's fun <laughs> alright what am I up for well, oh. you said a while ago, and then recently, and then many times in between, <laughs> that you can't play Shaper. Yeah, you hate playing, you don't understand Shaper, you don't get it, so we thought we'd help you out, and we're going to get you to play Noob Kit. Noob Kit? Okay. Yeah. Hey, what's Noob Kit? It's what? that big boy teaching deck that some oh. dude won a store champ with. It's just that good. It's just... It's Good cards, good breakers. It's just Magnum good. Opus and like Gordian Blade and some other stuff. I've never actually looked at it because it sounds so boring. I know <laughs> you're gonna have a great time. <laughs> oh, noob kid. All right, <laughs> noob kid, noob kid. Dude, you're gonna spend the whole week just playing like some pretty regular ass netrunner, and then you're gonna be like, oh damn, there's all these shaper cards that I can put in here, and this is gonna go off the chain. Yeah. <laughs> And you're going to spend a couple of weeks playing, yeah, Noob Kit, but then you're going to spend, like, a couple of months playing Rob Kit, and I really look forward to seeing what that looks like. Rob Kit is just Kit with three account siphons in it, somehow, <laughs> so I can siphon Kit. <laughs> yes. Awesome. Sweet. All right, and Miles, Rob and I went in the tank, and we got you a little something special. What did we get him, Rob? Oh, We're going to get you to play some Blue Sun, man. Blue uh, sun. That makes sense. Of course. It's blue sun, yes. It's blue sun. It's like revenge for the ciphering. <laughs> <laughs> Rob, yeah, that's right. Rob and I have been playing yeah. Rob's Kariashi deck. Rob's oh, <laughs> Chiashi one? The, yeah, you man. know what? I think Great. we might even give you the Chiashi blue sun list. Yeah. To play. I think that's. Hit me with your best Chiashi <laughs> blue sun. Do it. It'll be poetic. It's going to be amazing. I'm going to play it against Sean. And what's yeah. going to happen? Well, he doesn't have Sif or a Parasite, so <laughs> I'll do something. It'll be sweet. He'll faceplant a couple of Chiashis. Yeah, he'll faceplant a Chiashi and die, probably. It'll be great. There's no Baba Yaga in the meta, though. Oh, so no, no Baba Yaga. Off the... Oh, no. All right, I can't wait. <laughs> I can't wait. You're going to have to give me a list, though. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I'm excited. This is going to be fun. <laughs> yeah. I love that there's like a mixture of nervousness. 
and like sadism across the oh, table right now. It's going to be great. <laughs> press the boom button. <laughs> You're going to have a good time. Trust yeah. me. Okay. So, um, I want to close out with just some hot takes and impressions on the latest pack and just meta stuff at the moment. I mean, like we don't really do pack reviews because everyone else is doing pack reviews, but I don't know, like Rob and I sat down and we played Oh, like three hours of Genesis the other night? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, three hours, one hour of that was just one game, which is pretty epic. Yeah. I mean, we'd Almost like, we'd, one. we'd been Almost. drilling, <laughs> <laughs> which is very impressive because I scored the takeover turn one. Yep. Whoa. <laughs> I know, right? I'll stole the takeover turn one. Yeah, 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 yeah I stole cool. it. Right, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh, I would have been way more impressed if it was the other way. I know, right? <laughs> So, yeah, what was it like? I sleeved up a Jamison list with the conceit of scoring a takeover, and then we found instantly that Andy versus Jamison, particularly your Andy versus Jamison, was a really tough matchup, at least with this yeah. particular list. And then we just put it in the lab, workshopped it game after game until we came up with something. Yeah, it's actually a probably tier two max deck, but <laughs> it's actually a lot of fun. I took it to casual the other night, played three games, and scored takeover twice which is pretty Sweet. fun to be oh, fair yeah. there wasn't the most rigorous testing it was pretty casual but still <laughs> it's more than most people have scored a takeover right yeah yeah i'm excited that's pretty good yeah sweet i'm tentatively excited for jamison because people have been talking about it non-stop for a while specifically some people and i don't quite get it but like i want to see where it goes i want to see where the support cards come out Obeth protocol is pretty tight yeah, yeah. Um, and I like the all the synergy they're pushing for it. That's pretty sweet. Yeah, and also there's some really good cards coming out like Tithonium and uh, yeah. Colossus and a few other things that are just really solid cards. So if Wayland gets good, I'll play Wayland. After however long I have to play Blue Sun, <laughs> <laughs> it'll be great. It's to me, it's really exciting that we get Jemison and Oberth Protocol and Quarantine System. Yeah, like three mm. cards that go together really nicely in the first pack, and then every pack we're going to get another card or two yeah. that's going to help the strategy. Yeah. And so over the next six months, rather than like waiting for the strategy to get good, like we've got a, sort of like a critical mass of Wayland cards right now where you can just do it and play it and run with it and have a good time and probably not like win competitively much unless you sort of lock sack it a bit. But on the flip side, like it's going to be a better six months than if it came out in the last pack. Sure. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I'm on board. Sweet. Yeah. Any other hot takes on Dead Complex? Dead Complex? Dad Complex? Uh, um, <laughs> Daddy, no. No. Um, more seems really cool, but it costs even more than a million to install. <laughs> um, what, else is in, what else is even in it? No. Oh, Mad Dash is good. Yeah, it seems like a cool can Adam thing, or yeah. just like if you're it's, an indexing guy. Yeah, it's a good card. The Criminal Run event is probably the worst card in like a long time. Yeah, that's a that's strange a one. To really think about. bad card. Like you know how I think about cards. I'm just like, there's got to be something that's like, there's got to be a reason for this. I don't think there is. I think they just have to ba print bad cards to balance it out. Yeah. Every card can't be good. This is just a bad one. I, I can't think of any other reason to print it like that. Um, sync, by, sync BRE is kind of funny because everyone <laughs> lost their collective minds <laughs> over it. Even I went a little bit weird there. I was just like, oh my God, how can I like justify this? What if what if it isn't a misprint? What does this mean for the game? <laughs> yeah, what if it's not <laughs> forever? Why did they do this to us? How do I live now? Yeah, I know. You were like, maybe it is now. <laughs> <laughs> 
What else? I can't remember what else is in the pack. Z2.0, I'm actually super excited about. Yeah, no one's talking about Z2.0. I think it's it seems all right. It's a sick card. It's got two trash hardware subroutines. There's your Sephir Tech. And, and the other one is like, if you broke those other two subroutines, take two brain damage, which is also Sephir Tech. <laughs> yeah, two brain damage is like pretty reasonable. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Z2 seems all right. You should put that very in good. Yeah. It's kind of weird, like comparing it to Itchy, because that's probably its closest comparison. Mm. Sure. Just like it costs one more, it has the same number of subs, and a lot of time you can ignore the third sub, so it's very similar. Sure. I don't know. Like I feel like this one's more impactful because a lot of time, like hardware isn't is a lot harder to recur than programs. Yeah. I'm and actually super yeah. excited about it. It's like five strength. Four. Four. All right. Right. Yeah, so yeah it's basically itchy but hardware yeah and it's got I mean if you have good hardware installed like which Super? you probably yeah if you have a console <laughs> yeah, you exactly. can't really ignore it consoles are so good if you don't have one in your deck you need a real good reason <laughs> yeah it's pretty unusual to not have a console so yeah I mean it seems like a good card yeah um, for me it's also an interesting thing for architects of tomorrow because you know I had a little tinker with that and there was an interesting thing with the sentries where it was like I guess I just chuck in an architect and a few itchies, hmm. but that deck did get rolled by ice destruction. Yeah. I mean, you've got a bunch of ice in there, you res it cheap, but like you still get <laughs> rolled by it. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then there's probably other cards in the back too. Net analytics? Swap out a Sensi for it? No, no let's not, let's <laughs> not do the whole, the whole pack. Yeah, but it, there's some cool art in there and it seems to have a very different tone mm. to Flashpoint in a subtle way that I can't quite put my finger on. And that's exciting. I want to see where this cycle goes. Uh, they're yeah. all going to have beanies on soon in honor of Michael of Boggs. Mark Boggs. Does he wear a beanie? All his publicity photos, he's got a beanie on. <laughs> Does he have like uh, like Franciscan Monk's bald patch on the top of his head couldn't, that he's possibly unnecessarily... <laughs> some people about? are saying that, Eric. <laughs> Not saying who, but some people. Some people. <laughs> I don't know. He seems like a good dude. Yeah. Uh, he actually did an interview on a new yeah. podcast just that I had just today. Yeah, wasn't One, that Alexis another credit, yeah, Alexis another click, another click, another credit, sorry. That's actually really good. He seems pretty cool. And he seems to have like the interest of the game in, in mind, so I'm pretty excited about him. I don't know how we got onto this topic. Anyway. Dude, this is just the talk <laughs> shit about whatever's on your mind section of the podcast. <laughs> yeah, it's designated. Okay. <laughs> we need to think of a name for this section then. I think it's called, uh, what's the, um, the, the archives? What? The archives. <laughs> right, this is the, the end of the sentence. <laughs> I know I have that up a bit. I went to say heat, but then I was just like, no, no, this is not a, archives is better. Ben, Ben. <laughs> All right, well, look, I've enjoyed this chat. And I look forward to playing Blue Sun against Noob Kit. Oh man, Noob Kit is going to get destroyed. This is going to be the worst. It's going to be fun. We're going to play real Netrunner with ice. <laughs> True. And Magnum Opus. <laughs> Remember that? Oh man, okay. <laughs> I mean, you guys are going to be playing real Netrunner. Let's do it. I'm going to play real decks against you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, this has been Radio Sneak Door. Thank you for bearing with us. We will catch you in another couple of weeks. Take care. Bye. Bye.